Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Becca. And we're two curious ladies on an adventure to learn more about cooking, cannabis, and the fine art of gluttony. Join us every 10 days or so as we get high and make our way through a recipe. Step inside and let the consumption begin. <laughs> Hello, Becca. How are Hi, you? Martin. Good. How are you? Welcome back. We haven't seen each other in a little bit since your trip to Alsace. It's good to see you. Hello, hello. Hello. We are easing back into things because of your travels. We are making a root remoulade. There's a vagueness in the root part of that for reasons, but we'll get to that in a second. And one of the big impetuses. Impeti, impetuses for Impeti, impetus, yeah, yeah. One of impeti, yeah. Let's and go with impetus impeti. and impetus for making this was, um, we originally wanted to do celery root because we had come across a recipe in France, the cookbook, using celery root, and Gretchen said, "I love it so much," and I said, "I've never used it," and we said, "We must remedy that." We're remedying that with a remoulade. But <laughs> another spoiler alert, Gretchen couldn't find celery roots. Again, we'll get into that. We've got a lot of things to sort through and a lot of things to talk about. What are you smoking before we get going? I am smoking a Oreos with a Z abide pre-roll. This is 20.5% THC. The dominant terpene is caryophylline. With a little bit of limonene and myrcene to start with. Uh, what are you smoking? I have a pen for once in a blue moon. I do use a pen every once in a while. Most of the time it is my flower and, and bong. But today I have a Mammoth Labs garlic cookies pen. It is delicious. I am enjoying it very much. We will see how it goes because sometimes I feel like it's just in my head but that pens are not as effective for me as flour but this one seems to have a lot going on I think it should do the trick but I'm excited to enjoy it and we are sipping on something really fun that you came across and I just totally thought agreed with, something with? Else. <laughs> I agreed with but also thought with something totally different want to talk about what we're drinking <laughs> We are uh, having a uh, celery or celery root tonic. <laughs> Becca thought it was celery root tonic. I think you used celery root in it, didn't you? Or no? I ended up just doing celery because it was easier okay. to get to. But this whole time, the recipe has said celery tonic. And I've been like, celery root tonic, celery root tonic. That's <laughs> what we're making. <laughs> And when I am able to find some celery root, I might make a celery root tonic yeah. because I love celery root and it's delicious. Yeah. And the celery drink is good too. It's also confusing because it's celery tonic from Bon Appetit that Gretchen found. And it's one celery stalk chopped, one tablespoon sugar, one ounce fresh lemon juice, two ounces of gin and a lemon twist for serving, which I totally ignored. And you muddle the celery with sugar and lemon juice in a cocktail shaker for one minute, add the gin, 
Fill the shaker with ice and shake until outside of shaker is frosty, about 30 seconds. Strain into a rocks glass filled with ice and garnish with a lemon twist. Pop quiz. Did anyone hear tonic in the preparation? Nope. We had to no. read it several times to make sure yeah. we were not missing something. The title is Celery Tonic. <laughs> no tonic. No tonic. <laughs> so we both added tonic. <laughs> We need tonic in this. Yeah. And it's delicious. I actually really enjoy it. <laughs> right? Yeah. I um uh, I might like a more of a celery punch. I think I need to finally break down and buy myself a muddler that I because I don't have one in order to truly enjoy this recipe because I think the end of the whisk that I used was not sufficient to muddle this. Oh, whisking is not I haven't seen it in the bar tool collection very often. Nope. Absolutely not. Uh, (laughs) Well, we do need a strong drink because as excited as we were to make celery root things together, like we said, Gretchen couldn't find celery root. I did find celery root. So you're going to use... Parsnip and carrots. Okay. Similar. We'll see. Ish. But yeah. What's going to happen today is Gretchen's going to talk me through how to prepare a celery root. Because if you're like me, you've never approached it in the store before. And I'm excited to learn more about it, starting with what is it? Because it sounds like celery. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it is a type of salad. Oh, not salary. Celery is a type of celery. But instead of like celery you see in the store where the entire stem is above the ground and it has a root portion that goes under, this has a portion of its stem that actually exists under the ground that connects to the root. But it, it, it's part of the stem that's under the ground that is the actual, it's, so it's not actually root per se, it's, but it is because it's under the ground. And how do we define root? I guess there's lots of answers to that question. Apparently, Oreos makes me very chatty and existential. Yes. Let's get to the root of this. Yes. Thank you. So you would say even though celery root is a name for it, celery ac is probably better to use to distinguish in our brains that it is not really... Just like the root of a celery, but it is its own thing. Yes, that that is correct. What is cool about it? <laughs> that it tastes like celery, but it's a dense root. And so it has a different structure altogether, which lends it to roasting or sauteing it browns up really nicely you can use it in a roasting pan when you're roasting something so it has a lot of advantages because of that denser flavor comes through really nicely and it does still have like little what looks like mini celery that grows on top Uh, the stems are much thinner it's much more pungent so you would need a lot less of it but it, it the top is totally edible it's just not as pleasant as say the big stock celery you see at the grocery store. Okay. To describe it real quick, like you said, it is 
kind of a paler, bulby thing that is about the size of a softball, maybe? Mine is? In general, yeah. You can find some larger. The one piddly celery root I was able to find today was like the size of an actual ginger root. Uh, this is insulting. And I thought I might be able to find it at another store, so I didn't even bother picking it up, and I really should have. But it was right. not not worth picking up anyway. An embarrassment of celeriac. <laughs> it was an embarrassment for celeriac in general. <laughs> not a good showing. <laughs> Bad show. Bad show. I'm going to a little more cocktail because apparently that's a good idea. I'm not I think sure. so. Always. For us, only in, not always, let's be clear, but, okay, yeah. let's keep moving. So it's um, a big, huge celery, not celery, it's a big softball-shaped, pale-colored root. It looks like a big, it's kind of like a big peeled potato almost, but it has that rough texture still on the outside, and there's one piece of it that is very knobby, rooty, looks like i know what does it look like i don't really want to use this example because of the author but the the harry potter uh, the um mandrakes it looks like the Uh, heads of the mandrakes oh yeah (laughs) yes that is an amazing example yes it does look incredibly like yeah mandrake root is a real thing they do look like babies. That is so actually weird. a thing. But yes, that is correct. That if you can think of like the in the Harry Potter movies, how those little mandrake root things looked, that's exactly right. Okay. So that's what they look like. They're a little bit intimidating because of that outer structure. And it's, it's a little bit thick on the outside. There's all that rooty bit stuff. We'll go the way of the artichoke with Gretchen talking me through it. But this time she doesn't have one. This will be fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I got parsnips and carrots and that so much easier to peel. Sorry. Yes. No, it's okay. But we are just going to make a fairly simple flaw. Once we get into the bits of our respective roots, it'll be pretty straightforward from there. Exactly. Yeah, the, the hardest part of this is peeling the celeriac and then grating it because it is, it's a, a generally fairly tough vegetable if you don't have a ton of hand arm strength you may want to you know recruit somebody or maybe even use a like a food processor or something like that to grate it up for you because it can be quite tough yes what if i kept the head of the mandrake the root part on and used that as a handle almost and then peeled the rest of it down and held it. A- okay. Yes. Let's Good try show, it. Becca. Good yes. Oh, I really feel really proud right now when you clapped for me. Oh my God. Okay. Thank you. That was a fucking <laughs> genius idea. I can't. I was like, yeah, we're going to chop that off. And, but that's a much better idea because then you have a built in handle for grading it. And yeah, no, very clever. I appreciate okay. that. Whew. Yeah. We're changing the game. But anything else you wanted to say about celeriac before I share some quick kugels about it? Uh, it contains a moderate amount of starch, 5 to 6% by weight. I wish I'd looked that up as a comparison to a potato. 
but I'm sure. pretty sure that they're a lot higher. I don't know if we ever talked about how much starch they have in them, if we've ever, I mean, we've talked no. about potatoes some, but not a ton, I don't think. We talked about the varying degree of starch, like potato to potato, mm-hmm. but not what that meant on a whole. Yeah. But probably something like a turnip, you're guessing, or a Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, carrot, carrots have a fair amount of sugars and starches in them. Not, not as much starch, but more sugar. They're much, mm. you know, that's why they're so sweet and delicious. Mm-hmm. I think I've told, real quick, I think I've told this story before, but when I was really young, so like a baby, I ate so many carrots that my nose started to turn orange. <laughs> I don't I would, remember like, that, but oh my God. I would only eat carrots and then eventually, yeah, too much pretty carrot juice. That's so funny. <laughs> now I don't love them, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let- and carrots carrots are they're fine Mm -hmm. they're useful they're useful it's been a long time since i've done my kugels which again is our quick googles quick googles what i have learned in the very quick copy and paste i have done is that (laughs) celeriac is a nutritional powerhouse thank you it's packed with fiber and vitamins b6 C and K, the good source of antioxidants, minerals such as phosphorus, potassium, and manganese. Hmm. Quick note, it says it is important to note that if you're cooking celeriac, you can reduce that vitamin C amount by at least 50%. Good thing we're keeping ours raw today, but something to keep in mind. Indeed. Indeed. The fresher the vegetable, the stronger the celery flavor. For optimal shelf life, you want to store it in a plastic bag inside the vegetable compartment of your fridge. And then to prepare it for cooking, this also says to wash and scrub the vegetable, remove any dirt before cutting off the top and the base. We're not doing that today. Mm -mm. But then... Carefully remove the rough skin with a sharp knife or vegetable peeler and chop off or slice the flesh. We, I will, great. Great, yes. As celeriac discolors very quickly, soak the cut vegetable pieces in cold water and a few lemon slices or a splash of white wine vinegar. So we're going to skip that step today because we're going to make our dressing first and then we'll make we'll do our veggies veg, our veggie grating I think mm-hmm. so it'll be mixed real quickly and won't need to soak no yeah okay we're we're gonna grate it and toss it into the dressing so if we do okay. the dressing first that that's good perfect so that's all I found that I thought was worthy of sharing about celery act Let's move into our recipe source and ingredients. What is, where did our recipe come from today, Gretchen? Because you found this one. I did. I found this on uh, David Leibowitz, um website. So I think that's just davidlevowitz.com. And for the ingredients, we have one cup of mayonnaise, homemade or store-bought. Becca is really branching out today and decided to use a and avocado as her fatty base, uh, which I am very intrigued by. 
same. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how I told goes. Gretchen, I've done it with tuna, which is not at all the same thing. But, yeah. you know, we'll just see. Probably, I as I said, couldn't, cannot really see a way it would be bad aside from some discoloration. But if you eat it fast enough, who cares? That's not even going to be an issue. Yeah, exactly. And so into our fatty base, we are going to mix two and a half tablespoons of Dijon mustard, one teaspoon of sea salt, or really to taste, then two tablespoons freshly squeezed lemon juice, freshly ground black pepper, and two and a quarter pounds of celery roots. Or whatever one celery yak root thing that you have. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Or whatever you end up with, because that's what you bought at the store and forgot to measure. Two and a quarter pounds. (laughs) World level? This is a one. Super easy. Dealing with the celery root is a little bit of a hassle, but overall, if you're having any real trouble with it, just cut like where you know you'll end up with a lot of waste, but... If you just cut where you know there's no more flesh and just turn it into a square, that might be the easiest way to handle it. But Mm -hmm. that is really the biggest challenge you're facing here, especially Mm -hmm. since we're using store-bought mayonnaise, or at least you can use store-bought mayonnaise. And then most of the stuff is stuff you have around the house anyway. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we've even said it. We probably hinted at it, but it is so simple that once you peel and grate your root... You just mix it up with this dressing and serve. Super easy. Love it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. We didn't even need high level steps because the steps are literally great thing mixed with dressing. Mm -hmm. So you do need a grater though, unless you want to spend a lot of time really (laughs) thinly chopped slicing things. And then a peeler is probably important too, or unless like, Gretchen said you want to just chop, chop, chop and keep moving. Maybe a paring knife and a bowl to mix all of this up. Anything else we need to know before we get our butts in gear and make our root remoulade? I don't think so. What makes this a remoulade real quick? Like what is that again? The sauce, the mustard based dressing is a remoulade. Occasionally it also has cornichons chopped up into it or capers mixed in and so that's what makes it a remoulade it's like a mayonnaise based dressing got it i'm kind of like a thousand island or the mcdonald's special sauce sauce yeah Yeah, special sauce yeah thank you that usually is pink but yes right okay well let's do this then let's get on it okay we're in the kitchen we're in the kitchen we've mixed up our dressing ingredients that's sitting we are about to prepare my celery act. So we go. since we haven't had to uh, take the knobby bits off, you just have to worry about the sides. And I don't know if you want to start with your peeler. You can slice I, the, the top off. There you go. Yep. Go ahead. Okay. So let's describe this. So if the if we're going with a mandrake and there's a head of the celery <laughs> act analogy, I'm chopping off the bottom part. So you're, keeping you're, that head there. You're going to disconnect the neck stump. Yeah. There you go. Or the South Pole. <laughs> the South Pole. That's a less grotesque sounding proposition. So it gives me a little bit more flat surface, even though I probably won't use that right away. Right. But now I'm going to start peeling from 
the top. Kind of where the roots start, the top, yep. yeah, down. Yep. From the hairline down, yeah. There we go. Peeling off the, the skin of the face. Okay. Using the hair as a handle. Absolutely creepy or, way or, to describe or this. Our way south. Yeah. You're you're not doing anything wrong. So <laughs> good. I can peel. So I'd probably take off even a little bit of the hairline there for continuing with our head analogy. Okay, I'm gonna flip it around. Yeah, that's probably smart. Just to give you a better idea where like the roots really end. So Oh yeah, I can see. Good use of the uh, back and forth motion on the peeler. Thank you. Learning, practicing. I think I just cut myself. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I was a little worried, but you didn't go, ow, so I didn't think you hit yourself. No, I it was close. It slowed down. Yeah, and you're taking, taking a little extra elbow grease in some spots, but I think that looks pretty good. Okay. Great time. Grading time. Are you going to do little shreds or big bit shreds? Big shreds. Because you might lose some of the uh, structural integrity of the celery act if you go too small. That makes sense. We have grated all of our root vegetables. Mm -hmm. I've applied probably a half a cup-ish of dressing. Are you in about the same boat, Becca? No, nope, I did all of mine. I have, it feels like a lot of celery act. So I okay. just did it all. You just did it all? Yeah. I, I'm concerned about how much volume I have in my bowl here, so I wanted to not throw more volume in maybe all at once and massage mm -hmm. in some and then try it again. Smart. I'm using a tiny little pair of tongs to sort of massage my dressing into my shredded carrot and parsnip combo here. Hey, baby tongs. Baby tongs. I bought these, I think, when my brother got married, so 12 years wow. ago. Wow. Nice job folding onto those. I know. And they're still in good shape. Awesome. So we have mixed our remoulades together. So now it is time to taste. Here we go. Here we go. I love that creamy dressing. How's the avocado? Really good. Yeah. Oh, it's not as green as I thought it would be. It's not that green. It kind of just looks like a coleslaw a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's actually very good. And the avocado is nice because it's very mellow. Yeah, there yours is just a little more yellow, but not that yeah. different. Not that different. I was expecting it, the green to be much more pronounced. Mm -hmm. I really like it. I think I'd want some fresh herbs in there. Mm -hmm. For sure. Cilantro or something. But um, it's tasty. I think it would be good on a sandwich. Oh, yes. On like a... I don't really want this, but like pastrami, and, <laughs> you know, but like something like that. Yeah. Or in a burrito, some kind of. French fusion postal. burrito. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I like it. I'm yeah. I, it, I like it a lot. I'm going to put it on a sandwich. I love that idea. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, like it needs pork or some kind of. I could even see like, um, like with some artichoke maybe. It'd be mm. awfully sweet, but mm -hmm. if we get you on a little like crostini with some burrata, mm. Mm. Like or... a little, a little, I I added a little extra olive oil too, just real quick, because I Did felt you? like with as much as fat as the avocado added, it was missing a little 
liquidity. liquid fat. Yeah. 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 I could see that. But I would like that. With, I, but like some crostini with this, some burrata, and a little extra olive oil and sea salt. Mm. I want that right now. I don't have any burrata. I do. Oh, you should make it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything for a crostini, but mm. I really like this. Me too. Not sure if I'm not just hungry though. Going same. Yes. Food. Oh my God, best thing I've ever had. I'm so <laughs> delicious. I mean, one of the things I read said the the serving suggestion is like on the side of roasted meats and things like that, and I can definitely see why because. Mm-hmm. You get that creamy, you get that mustard, that mustard pairs really nicely with meat. I'm here for it. If you make it again, I want you to try it with avocado and let me know what you think. I will definitely do that. Yeah, don't you worry. It's on the list. I know. I know. Our list is never ending at this point, though, Gretchen. You used to have spare time to make things for fun. And now we all we do is work, Gretchen. (laughs) She can't stop eating. So I'm just talking. But it is really good. I really, really enjoy this. I thought it would be a little bit boring, but I think there's just enough sweetness and bite from the celery act. Yeah. To hold it together and with the like the vinegary Dijon. Mm. It's yeah. Nice. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ate like half the bowl. <laughs> I mean, you probably needed it. As we learned, it's very good for you. And oh, no. it's raw, so lots of vitamin C. Yeah. Always need more nice. vitamin C. Always, always. Okay, well, we will post the recipe maybe somewhere. We will definitely, I didn't even take a picture of the whole route. So I don't know what we have to offer this time other than I hope you've enjoyed this journey with us. And please keep liking, subscribing, tell everyone you know about us. It's exciting to see more listeners in Australia and New Zealand and Costa Rica. Hello, welcome, Ooh, Costa welcome. Rica. I know we'll have to go visit our listeners in Costa Rica one day. Very exciting. So exciting. Keep going. Keep learning. I love it. We're here for it. And off we go. Off we go. Goodbye. I don't know where my coconut shells are again. I've lost them. Yeah, we've lost them again. That was a good crisp clap, though. Found it. Yeah. I thought for a second it was the shells. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, okay bye. <laughs>